when a girl will ask me right on a first date, second date, whatever is like, oh, you know, uh, what's the longest relationship you've been in? And I go, well, it's actually it's pretty deep. But uh, when I was in seventh grade, you know, this girl asked me out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I said yes. And I was so nervous that I, I never talked to her again after that. And so we've been together for, I think, like 15 years now. Um, she's married. She has kids now. I still love her very much. Yeah, and just total like, like off the wall goofiness. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host. Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On, Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications, drop a comment. Any comment will do. If you guys are watching on the premiere on Monday mornings, then sound off in the uh, live chat. I'm usually in there uh, while I'm editing videos, editing clips for TikTok or whatever. So sound off in there. We'll have a conversation. It'll be fun. But if you're just watching on the replay, Comment below your favorite emoji, whatever. It doesn't matter. It all helps in the algorithm. If you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, please give us a five-star review. Helps out more than you know. And I'll, I like to read them in upcoming episodes. So please do that. Please take the time to do that. If you look at my analytics, uh, I think on the audio version, something like 60% of audio downloads is done on Apple Podcasts, like on iTunes. So... Most of you guys are out there listening on Apple, but uh, not all of you guys are, are leaving the five-star reviews. So please take the time and do that. And I'll, I'll read that in an upcoming episode. Um, I'll, I periodically go through there and check. So uh, follow me on social medias. The links are in the description. I'm on all the good platforms. My new TikTok account, best at Best Men's Pod, is doing pretty good. Support the show by joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as $10. If you guys need help with coaching, um, whatever it is, like I'm, I'm actually a, a certified master life coach. Check this out. If you guys don't believe me, actually got it right here. <laughs> I'm master life coach certified. Uh, so, you know, if you don't need help with dating, but you need help in other aspects of your life. Take advantage of me, man. I'm uh I'm going to be 44 this year. I've seen some shit, you know. I've I've made mistakes. I've learned from my mistakes. Uh, I can. I, there's all sorts of things I can teach you, man. So uh, check it out. Patreon.com/slash Come On Man Pod. You can join uh, the co coaching's tier two or tier three. Uh, but if you just want to support the show, join tier one. It's only 10 bucks a month, and then you get uh, you get added to the beer credits at the end of these episodes. And you get all of these uh, Monday episodes ad-free. So you don't see all this stuff, all the intro stuff. But uh, but yeah, man. Um, but and also, if you want, you know, if you need help with your dating life or whatever, that, that, the coaching's there too. I that, I don't just do dating, date coaching though. I'm, I'm, you know, I can coach you in lots of different areas. So, uh, and if you have a question, DM me on Instagram and uh, we can talk about it. We can, we can see if this is, if it's right for you or not. Um, let's see here. Oh. You know what? If you guys are watching the 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 uh, the premiere, don't send a super chat because I won't be able to share it. But send a super sticker that supports the show as well. Uh, get on the email list list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers, and um, a lot of these stickers are also available on merch. Uh, so you can get like coffee mugs, hoodies, t-shirts, tank tops, all that fun stuff. 
uh, with these logos on it. I also have one that says there's no, no cold approach in the cow pasture on, on in the merch store. So go to merch.comeonmanpod.com and get you some merch. And then if you're watching on YouTube, link down below these videos. I have my Teespring store. So you can just buy like right there, right there on YouTube. It's pretty sweet. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. There's no magical genies and granting wishes and stuff like that. It's 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 all psychology based and it will help you figure out what you actually want in life and provide you the tools to actually get there. Um, once you learn this stuff, you can set goals so big that it will blow your mind and I actually encourage you to do that in this course. Because when you set goals that are so big that you like right now think are somewhat unattainable, when you attain them, it's, it's, it'll, it's, it's, it's a wonderful feeling, right? Um, I did that with rule zero. I actually set that as a goal. I put that on my goal board and I focused on that. And guess what? I'm on rule zero now. And not, and not only am I on rule zero, the first episode I was on, I hosted it. Like that's crazy. That, that just, that absolutely blew my mind. I just, I follow these practice, these principles every day. I'm not just, you know, I'm not just selling bullshit here. Okay. This stuff works. It's life-changing. Once you learn how to do it, it'll it'll change your life. It'll change the game for you. All right. All that stuff being said, let's talk about my guest today. My guest, uh, if you guys tuned in last week, I had 3% brother Jacob on. Well, this guy, my guest this week is 3% brother Nathan. Nathan's been on the podcast before, uh, but Nathan introduced me to Jacob, and Jacob was sort of Nathan's mentor you know, he's the one that sort of encouraged Nathan to get into the 3% man group and start studying the, you know, the 3% man book and all the stuff that I talk about a lot. So uh, Nathan's great, man. Nathan, Nathan was, is, is one of the admins in the group. He, uh, he, when he first joined the group, he was, I think it was working at the restaurant business or something like that. He was going on lots of dates. He had really great insight in, in chicks and dating. He still does. Uh, but then he left for the military. We won't we won't talk about which branch that he's in. Um, if you go back and, and watch the first episode that he and I did, I think we talked about the branch, but I don't think we talk about it in this episode so much. But uh, but yeah, he he ended up leaving the group for a while, and he's like one of those guys that I see that you know they think they got it. They you know they they find a, the girl of their dreams, and they uh, they sort of stray from the past straight from the path, they stopped studying the material. And what he ended up figuring it out was that the relationship he was in was just not the right relationship for him. So he, he ended things. She didn't dump him. He ended things and then decided, you know what? I need to, I need to revisit this stuff and found out, you know, that he, he'd been slipping a little bit and uh, decided he needed to double down. So he came back to the group, reached out to me and it's like the prodigal son returns. So that's sort of what this episode's about, the prodigal son. But Nathan's a good dude. Nathan's got a lot of great insights. Uh, he's out in the San Diego area, out, you know, carousing, dating, dating chicks and stuff like that, uh, having lots of success. He's a handsome dude, but you know what? He's Filipino, which means that he's a short mofo. He's a short king. <laughs> oh, you have to be six feet tall. Bullshit. Bullshit. Nathan could, Nathan could do it, you know. Uh, but Nathan's, you know, he's young. He's in shape. And uh, there, there's a reason for this, guys. There's a reason to be in shape, all right? That's why there's a reason why we tell you guys to go to the gym, because it actually really helps you out. 
in lots of areas. Well, Nathan's one of those guys. He's a, he's in great shape. Looks good. Uh, great with women. Great insights. I will bring you that conversation right after these words. Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life. And you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you. You've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship. To solve this problem, I've created my Practical Law of Attraction course. In my course, I will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. All right, returning to the podcast after more than a year is 3% Brother and fellow 3% Brotherhood group moderator, Nathan. Nathan was really active in the group when I first joined, left for the military, dabbled a little bit in the group, and then basically vanished for you know, quite a while before coming back. The prodigal yeah. son returns. I am back. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Life is good. Um, I just actually moved here to uh, San Diego, setting up life over here, doing doing the do, just like enjoying it. It's great. I mean, like, it's wintertime. There's snow in most places. We got a little bit of rain, some wind, but it's it's good. I, it I love it. doesn't snow in San Diego. That's one of the things I loved about San no. Diego. Yeah, I, I, I grew up in... I grew up on the eastern slope of Colorado and we would just get absolutely dumped on because I grew up in like the mountains. Right. And uh it, it think uh South Park, right? The the TV show South Park, that's essentially where I grew up. And it we would just get like five foot snow drifts, and my parents never had snow blowers, and it, they they were like, Why? We, we have two kids, we have two kids, two shovels. You know, yep. why do we why do we need to buy a snow plow or anything? So I absolutely hated snow. And when, so when I was in the Navy and I went into a school, um, what I, I, I really made it a, a goal to be like top in my class so that I had first pick of orders when they came in and yeah, I, I wanted I, to go and I ended up, I wanted to go somewhere where it never snowed. And, and I ended up being stationed in San Diego for, for a while. So that's a, that's a good first pick. Everybody's like, you know, trying to, trying to get over here. And I got super lucky. So, I mean, like, I love it out here. It's nice. Uh, I grew up here. Uh-huh. Um, I went, uh, I, I used to live over in like Temecula. I guess where I went to high school. Mm. And I remember there was like a few, few times, uh, it, you know, in my childhood where it, it snowed just a little bit, but everybody was freaking out because it never, you know, we've never seen it before. And so it's either that, or you drive up to the mountains to go and snowboard and stuff. But for the most part, you know, especially where I'm at, I'm like, you know, right on the beach. If you open the window, you can hear the the freaking waves and it's great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My, my last house, when I was, when I lived out there, I lived up in Escondido. So I was really yep. close to mm-hmm. Palomar mountain. And if you, if you wanted to see snow, you could drive up to Palomar mountain and, and there would be actual snow up there. 
But uh, for the most part, like, you know, down in the city, most people never experience snow. They might get hail and then they would call it snow, but it's like, that's not snow. That's hail. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, like, it's like, it, it's coming out of the sky. It's white. It's snow, dude. Like, you know, watch out. But <laughs> I mean, for people in Colorado or other places where it actually really does snow, like this is nothing. Like I was talking to somebody today and they're just like, wow, you know, like this is a type it's raining like hell. And she's like, man, this is a type of weather that, you know, we'd be still wearing like T-shirts and shorts outside. This is still pretty warm for winter. I'm just like, dude, I couldn't. Uh, well, when I was in a school, you know, I saw it. I saw my first like blizzard, you know, and that was crazy to me. I was just like, how do you know, like how do people even live out here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when whereas, everything whereas, is like, you know, it's like at least a ch chest high in snow. I'm just like, you know, maybe the first settlers that came to this town got snowed in and then they started building shit and then they just stayed. They're like, fuck it, dude. It's like this everywhere. <laughs> We're just going to fucking figure it out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I, uh, like for, coming from the Midwest, you know, the, the, the mild, you know, rainstorms or, or even the hail or whatever it was like, yeah, it's not so bad. But the people in California, just like the, the slightest bit of moisture on the ground, they cannot drive. And you're like, Dude, like what is going on with you right now? One yeah. drop. And all of a sudden everybody's freaking swerving. There's a freaking accident left. And it's just like, but I, I remember cause I, uh, I lived in Mississippi for a while before I, uh, I moved out here. Um, and like, right when you cross, um, because I drove from Mississippi to here from uh, obviously Mississippi, but through like Texas, Arizona. And, and once you cross the border, uh, the state border into California, all of a sudden the driving is like nuts. It's like yeah. a, a like a switch goes on and people are like flying and I'm over here. Speed limit says 50. So that obviously means here go 80, you know, <laughs> otherwise you're too slow. And I, I remember that I was kind of like uh, kind of living in a in a uh, in a slower town um, coming back here to like a metropolitan city area. You know, life's a little a little quick, you know, you get mm -hmm. used to you know, chilling out and then uh, you get back here and it's just like nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so so incidentally, uh, for you guys out there in the audience that are looking for a group of of like minded men where you can swap notes, check out our 3% brotherhood group. There's a link in the no, description. Um, you have to have read how to be a 3% man at least once uh, and then be able to answer the admin questions to get in. But otherwise it is a solid group of dudes. You know, I've, I've like met guys like Nathan. Nathan's one of the moderators in there. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and, and Nathan and I were both moderators in the original 3% man group that went defunct, you know, when, when post. Chris got his, count band but yeah what the heck was that like i i was just inviting somebody to the group too because they'd read the book mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're like yeah dude like where is it i'm like it's here and then i tried clicking in and it was all gone and then all of a sudden everybody's messaging everybody like yo all the admins are like what's going on yeah you yeah know? yeah well you know what's funny about that is because when when we would kick people out of the old group we would also you know ban that like block them from the group yeah and so people would often, after like, say Luke kicked someone out, we would like, I would get a DM from somebody saying, Hey, what happened to the group? Right. And oh so, yeah. Yo, that's what I thought initially. I was like, dude, what, how did I get booted? Like I'm one of the, yeah. I would have I seen something coming up. And then when you said something, I was like, Oh, you got booted too. 
yeah. Then we found out the cat, it's not even there. You know. Yeah, I was like, I was like, did 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 I get booted, guys? You know, because we're we're in a group chat, and I was like, did I? Guys, what the what did I do wrong? Did I do something wrong, guys? Like, did I get kicked out? No, it just turned out that Chris got his whole entire account banned, and we had to like figure that out because in the group chat you could see that Chris's account was no longer there either. And yeah. you're like, what happened to Chris's account? Finally got a hold of him because like I, I follow him on TikTok and some other places, and I was like, dude, what happened to the group? And he he was like, he didn't even know it happened. It was like, he was like, what, wait, wait, what? And then he goes and looks at, at his Facebook accounts completely gone. So the, wait, uh, not just the page. It was his whole entire account. And he was the only actual admin. Like we were all just moderators. Okay. And so when, since he was the only admin, when his account got banned, it just, it took the whole group with it. So the 3% brotherhood, I, I added all you guys as admins. You guys are actually like owners of the group. Wow. So. Yeah, I saw um, that. I saw that. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I mean, I feel like uh, the difference, I mean, it's just how Facebook works. But yeah, the difference is like now that if anything were to happen with your account specifically, you know, it's just a matter of a click to add you back on. Add me it should back be. On, it should know. be. And that that's what I, I wanted to go. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I wanted to go for with this one. Cause I, I was like, I did create it under the, the podcast banner, you know, the, the, the come on man podcast banner. Um, and I created it from my, my page, yeah. but I also didn't like, if something happened to me, I didn't want the group to completely go away. Cause that sucked, dude. There was like 1400 guys in that group. Yeah, it was. But you know what? There was a time, man, I, I call it like the golden era. I think it was like, right. As COVID hit. Mm -hmm. um where it was really really active you know and mm -hmm. i think um all of us as moderators in there were we're also learning the material and asking questions and uh you know like providing answers and we're all and i think what happened was you know as we got better and you know uh more and more options came a lot of us got like hooked up and then life started happening and so, I mean, one of the questions that you asked is like, hey, you know, or one of the things you said is prodigal son. It's like, you know, that's kind of what happened to me. I got hooked up and then I got caught up in, um, you know, just running my own life and, and doing stuff. And um, I, I think that in that time away, I've realized, you know, especially when I reached out and the warmth that was there is like how important it is to have a 3% brotherhood, you know, mm -hmm. to have that, that, uh, that male support you know, like of, of guys after what they need to be after and willing to support those who are also willing to like learn, you yeah. know? And so um, it was a warm welcome back and it's kind of like a revamped page now that you kind of took over on, on making sure that it, you know, everything's back to where it was after it was gone, but everything kind of happened really like, at least for me, very, uh, I'm going to make up a word, but I'm going to say synchronous. It, it was just very, it was synchronized the way that things happened for me and the way that my life was playing out and, and coming back to the group and it being all new because it's, it's really, um, it's refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one thing that I, like I tell guys all the time <clears throat> is, um, you know, d don't dump your baggage on your girls, save, save your struggles for your boys or your therapist, yeah. right? Like with a group yeah. like this is perfect for that. Right. Because, like if I have something that I'm really struggling with, right? I don't want to dump that on my girlfriend. So who am I going to go to, 
right? So I, I probably I probably put make a post in the three percent brotherhood and be like, guys, this is what I'm dealing with. What do you guys think? You know? Yeah, and that's what the group is for. It's it's for those, you know, it's for men that understand the material and understand the importance of having support. And like nine times out of 10, you might be stressed out about something. And I know I have, you know, especially when I first started and like, I, you know, I don't know what's going on, whatever. I put up the post and you get that feedback. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, you're, you're kind of like emotional levels are, you know, a lot, uh, you're, you're more centered, you know, and, um, and that's important, right? Because we all go through shit. Like we all, you know, like yeah. life happens. But then, you know, not everybody and you look at a lot of social media, it's like, you know, um, some questions like, oh, who do you talk to? They ask like random guys, who do you talk to like when you're sad? And like all these clips are like this, this almost like a echo loop of no one, no one. I don't yeah, talk. I to got anybody. nobody. I'm a man. I got. Nobody. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's yeah. not that's not how, you know, like you look at like, you know, um, like hunter hunter gatherers they 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 did that shit in groups yeah they were tribe they were tribal like that's nobody did shit alone it was you die Mm -hmm. you know so um yeah it's it's just really it's good it's refreshing it's it's cool to be back in the group it's cool to see you you know you're still kicking ass trying to well we were talking about this is we're sort of going off on a tangent but that's fine we were uh we were talking about this a couple of days ago just having a chat and i was saying how a lot of guys will end up leaving the group because they they go off they find the the girl of their dreams or whatever they 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 they, and they stop studying the material and and i'm just like it's just a matter of time you know like six months a year two years down the road they come back to the group and it's like what happened well, I stopped studying this stuff, you know, and, and it's not an indictment on, on the guys that do that. It's just what happens. It's very, it's just very common. And one of the things, one of the reasons why I started this podcast is so that it would always be in the forefront of my mind, you know, cause the, the work never stops. And if, if I you know, rest on my laurels and just sort of fall back into old programming, a nurse chick would, would drop my ass, dude. She would. She would absolutely. I mean, it is what it ass. is. Yeah, you can't yeah. be mad about it. Yeah, and it, and it's funny too because um, it happens to the best of us. You know, like I, I I talked to Dr. Robert Glover, and he was saying that when he was re and I, I I've talked about this on the podcast too, but I just love it because it's such an example of a guy that a, a lot of guys in the men's space they they look up to Dr. Robert Glover. He wrote No More Mister Nice Guy classic book right it's a must read in the red pill community and the guy himself on my podcast said well you know when i was reading the the audio version of that it was at you know i guess the contract ran out with whatever publisher that he was working with that he originally had some kind of voice talent do the original audiobook for it right and when when it when that contract came up he was like, no, no, I want to read it myself. So he read it. And as he's reading it for the, for the recording, he's like, I, I stopped I doing this. I, I, he stopped doing his own stuff. And he's yeah. like, I fell back. I, I fell back on old programming here and all this stuff like that. And it was just a major refresher for him to go back and reread that stuff. So it's like for guys like that, that, you know, they come into the men's space and you, there's other content creators that'll say, get what you need and get out. 
And I'm like, get what you need and get out, but at least re reread the material at least once a year. <laughs> you have a solid, yeah, foundation. It's like, uh, it's it's a mental gym. You know, you gotta gotta work out that mind, and then like obviously practice it. But yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. You know, like Corey Wayne, I'm sure even reads his own shit. You know, just so I remember. And like you said, I you hope know, he does. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he says it. He says it in the. He says it in the book. He says it in his book that when he he. He thought at one point that he had it under control and realized that he was messing up in certain areas and had to go back and reread the material that got him to where he's at, you know? So it's like, it happens to everybody. It happens yeah. to everybody. Complacency, being comfortable. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that it's really important to continue to just strive. Like, why not read it a few times? Why not just have it in your subconscious, maybe in the background? If you already read it 10 15 times, you know, like it's, uh, and that's something that I, you know, like I, I need to go through another, I haven't read the thing in like four months, you know, and even then before that, you know, I've, I've read it 15 times, but after that, you're like, oh, I could cherry pick, but it's not, it's not that you actually have to go through the whole thing because it's, uh, I think it, it, it creates a really great foundation for me. That's been the biggest book to make the biggest impact, um, for me in my, my regular life, my business life, my friendship life, my dating life, it's done. It's done me uh freaking it's changed my life. Like, you know, I, I can't, and I love it. And I love guiding other men that are, that are looking for a change because it's so uh, it's so logical and it's easy to freaking read or easy to listen to. And it's easy to practice because at the end of the day, uh, you know, one of the quotes he says, or one of the quotes I believe he says is uh, common sense isn't isn't so common, right? It is common sense. Now I'd be I might be like paraphrasing somebody else, like you know. So you you know you can quote me on that. Huh? But I haven't read the book in a couple of months myself, so I I'm yeah. not going to correct you. But um, <laughs> let me I ask you, make it up shit. Who knows? I, I, I the last time I read it, I think was I want to say like November or whatever um nurse chick actually wanted to listen to it and i was like yeah i'll listen to it so we we ended up listening to it on audio so that i'm on my 21st pass through it yep. um what was like what how many are you still keeping count or have you lost count i i'm at the last time i counted i was at 15 and then after that i started doing like the whole cherry picking thing and looking up specific videos for stuff and then I realized like, oh, I got to go through it again. So right, right now, like, I think my audible's on like halfway point to oh, okay. uh, on your 16th, on your yeah, 16th. On 16th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I found with the, with the audio or, or, you know, reading on a paperback, however you want to do it. Um, it's really important to go through the entire thing. And, yeah. and I don't recommend you know like he says in the book like oh check out this video or, or you know google Corey wayne blah 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 I, i've never like, done it <clears throat> i've done it it's it's kind of pointless and you know and i and because if you do that you he'll take it'll take you to one of his articles which takes you to one of his youtube videos which tells you to read the book 10 yeah. to 15 times so just read the book 10 to 15 times you'll you'll be fine um what would you say so you're about halfway through you said have you got any new aha moments? Well, so um, I was in a relationship for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I was more so 
cherry picking the information for like a consistent, healthy relationship, mm. you know, and um, setting the frame, setting healthy boundaries, continuing to keep the uh, love alive. But as I'm going through it again, um, you know, being single, there, there's a lot of stuff I forgot about like game, you know, and, and going out there and, you know, I, uh, I had to reread that because, you know, I'm, I, I'm single again. It's like, I, I saw like, I wasn't broken or nothing. Right. I just realized in, in my relationship, it wasn't what I was looking for. And, uh, like he said, there's going to be somebody out there that could love her more and give her the love that she needs. And there's going to be somebody to give me the love that, that I need and I want, you know, and so having the balls to say, Hey, you know, like, this is not what I want. I, I was really proud of, of, of doing that, you know, because in the past, past self, um, few relationships ago, it, it would always be, you know, uh, the relationship kind of tapers off, but you know, I digress mm -hmm. as far as getting into the dating market and understanding, like for one, um, he talks about clubs and you're going to clubs, you're drinking, you meet a girl, uh, you set up like a weekend date, whatever. She shows at your, shows up at your house and, you know, she's not as pretty as you thought she'd be so ogre, you know, or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that story actually is really funny in the book. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, God, like how much did I drink? That <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, I had a super good time at a super hot chick, whatever, exchange numbers. Now she's over and you're just like, fuck dude, like get out of here. But, um, I think taking that day approach and I, I tell my friends, it's, I call it social fluidity where just all day you're just saying, Hey, what's up? You're asking random people questions like, Hey, you know, how important is it to like clean? I, I was asking this pregnant lady the other day, you know, just to, cause I had a date. Right. And so just to get myself talking, you know, I was at a car wash talking to all the people there, you know, just making new friends left and right. And this lady was right next to me parked, really pretty lady. And I was just like, Hey, how important is it to, you know, have your car clean? It's going to be my first date. You know, I'm kind of nervous. I told her that. And then she just went on and on at, you know, this is what girls look for. And this is why it's important. It shows what uh -huh. kind of man you are. And then it's just like, okay, cool. Like, how long could I keep her talking? You know, and she just kept going. Eventually, I was like, hey, I got to go. But thank you so much, you know, for all that insight. And so what you call that social lubrication, social lu lubrication, or I call it social fluidity, just being fluid. social fluidity. Okay, that's what yeah, I you're just you feel good already, you know? And so yeah. when you feel good, you, you walk anywhere. Um, you know, if you're ever in a crowd and you see a whole bunch of, you're not having like the best day ever, you see a crowd of people having a lot of fun, you know, it makes you like, Oh man, what are they doing? You know? Mm -hmm. And so when you go about your day, you go to a big social place and you're laughing with the freaking cashiers, you're, you know, talking to people in line, whatever, and they're laughing with you and you warmed yourself up to, and, and you meet the, like some awesome chick. Well, you've been already talking to everybody. So it's it's like a no-brainer to just be like, hey, you're really cute. You know, like, I want to take you out. Can I have your number? Or give yeah. me your number, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I learned I learned a very similar thing from Benny from the group, Benny Lichtenwalner. Uh, people wow. who listen to the podcast are very, very familiar with Benny. He's been on like a million Benny's times. Benny's awesome. Now. Benny's rad, man. But Benny, Benny called it uh, social momentum. But it's the same idea. You yep. basically like on a day of a date, you get up in the morning and you literally talk to everyone you run into. And by the time you hit that date, 
you're already used to talking to everybody. You're very social. You know, you're just like, Hey, <laughs> you know, like you're, you're that guy. And, and yeah. It's, and then it's like, dig that. It's like the, the, the feeling that they have, especially because like when you're practicing this stuff, you're going on multiple dates. Right. And it's just that when you come in and you're able, like this person, obviously, you know, depending, I, you, you never know, but most girls I go on, they're kind of nervous about the first date, you know? You know, they'll, yeah. they'll tell me 15, oh, I was so nervous to, to meet you. I'm having, you know, so much fun right now. Like, thank you, right? You're there, And it's in the book too. Like girls will thank you. No one's ever made me feel this way. And and genuinely, that's like how I, I any person, it's like, absolutely, you leave with something, right? I'm here to give. And um, with that social lubrication or social momentum, it's just like that polarizing effect when a girl walks into a first date and she's kind of nervous, but you're you know, one, you already know the place you're taking her. So you're comfortable there and you you bring her into your comfort. You know, it just makes conversation and, and her pretty much spilling her heart so much. It's so much fun because you're not over here nervous and you've been talking, you already feel good, you know? So, mm -hmm. and then if she's a drag, well, you know, you're not a drag. Yeah. <laughs> so then you could be like, hey, I'm going to go. <laughs> You know, uh, it's, it's funny that you, you, you bring this up, like a first date thing and like girls talking and stuff like that. I, I did a live stream earlier this morning. Uh-huh. Uh, so we, so on Monday's episodes, this is all pre-recorded. So, uh, you know, space time continuum, but I did, I did a live stream this morning on, uh, like when women are pursuing guys, right? Like how to know, like when chicks are into you and stuff like that. I, I one, of the, one, one of the things that uh, someone in the live chat brought up was, well, he asked a question. He was like, well, like, what do you talk to girls about on dates? And I was like, you're, I was like, one, like if I'm talking about stuff, I'm talking about stuff that I'm into because right. you want chicks to join your lifestyle. Right. But two, you're overthinking it. I was like, you want to get her doing 80% of the talking and yep. you're doing you, so you want to be mysterious. You want to, you know, really just be the one asking the questions and really let her do all the legwork when it comes to talking, because it, the less you say, the more mysterious you are and the less she knows about you. But the better the listener you are, the better that she thinks that you are at communicating. And she just was like, oh, oh, you know, like it builds rapport when a chick, when you're a good listener with chicks and chicks love to talk. So just let them, you know, <laughs> absolutely. And, and it's just like one of the things that Corey Wayne even says is like, you know, one of the the easiest ways to make a girl uh, not attracted to your fallout of attraction is by talking her out of it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that could easily be, uh, you know, um, it could easily be that could be avoided by just asking open ended questions. And then, you know, she'll answer and say something like, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, one of my biggest passions is, you know, this, that and the other. And I started when I was six and it's like, what? Like when you were six, like how who who uh, introduced you to that painting or art or dancing, singing? oh, well, you know, there's this time where I went to a thing and da, da, da. And it's like, oh, you know, and, and you just keep after that, it's like three hours pass by. And she goes, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot, like, to ask you questions, you know, like, what about you? You know, like, what do you do for work? You know, it's like I, I fight Batman on the weekends, you know. Like, oh, yeah! <laughs> I wanted to bring that up because. <clears throat> Jacob. Jacob, yes. Like, <laughs> thanks for thanks for introducing me to Jacob. Uh, uh -huh. it, it's He's so funny. Be here in a couple days. 
Yeah, that's what he said. So, mm -hmm. so for the guys, for the audience members that are like out of the loop here, if you guys tuned into last week's episode, I interviewed uh, Jacob, who has been in the Three Percent Brotherhood this whole entire time, but in the shadows, you know, in like the he, shadows. Yeah, he doesn't. He like wasn't participating, but he's like, oh, I followed everything that you've done, Paul. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Anyways, but he came up with the Batman concept that all of us in the Three Percent. Uh, man group you know now the three percent brotherhood we all use this like on, on a daily basis when chicks ask us what do we do for a living we never tell them what we do for a living we say oh we you know fight crime dressed as a bat on on the weekends you know yeah. it's the whole the whole batman story and chicks just you know it's it's playful banter and chicks think it's so funny but it's like at the end of the day when you're done with the date she's like holy shit i don't know anything about this guy <laughs> And it's just, perfect you know, and, and it's great because when they're excited to get to know you and they want to know more and they're they're trying harder like for the most part like women want to feel rewarded for their effort and when they get those little gems of your life and start to actually figure out maybe what you do you know after a few dates or uh you know um something something really i guess deep about yourself i don't know but they they really took time to to get there mm -hmm. and so um i think what you're yeah like the playful banner like you know another thing that i'll say i mean dang it's gonna be up like everyone's gonna see this this is one of my favorite one but you know they'll be like well what do you do for work and it's like well you know i rob banks and uh actually uh this date is is here i'm here to look for a getaway driver you know and uh i don't know if you have one but a, ski, a matching ski mask is a requirement. So did you bring it? You know, like, oh, I don't know. I'll find one. I was like, it has to be bedazzled. Otherwise, like I, I can't go on public. It has anymore. to be a bedazzled ski mask. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, they're just laughing and it's fun. It's like, you know, so it's, it's creating that, um, creating that comfort and that safety. And, um, uh, yeah, it's it, it's just it's just I love it. I I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's good stuff too. Like one and one thing too. Like it's it's like we all know this stuff, but uh, like I read other guys' books and material, and um, I don't know if you've read it. I introduced or Jacob's been reading it though because of my my you know TikTok videos and stuff like that, and I guess he's been <laughs> he's been following me this whole time. Uh, but I did a whole series on Rolo's uh. Uh, what is it? The, the the player's handbook, and I did I did a series on the Rolo's forty nine maxims of game that he lays out in this book, and one of them is women want to feel like they've gotten. Yeah, I'm sorry, to, my yeah. my phone went and called nine one one just now. What? Your yeah. phone called nine one one. Yeah, I think an emergency tab kind of like freaking uh, popped up on my phone, and then yeah. all of a sudden it's it started doing a warbling. And then it said, hello, uh, good evening. This is like 911 or you called 911. So. Did you just hang up on them because they're going to come back and be like, oh, no, they're going to send cops to your house to make sure that you're okay. Like, Yeah, I literally just hung out. So, shoot, there might be police here. Well, if the police come and raid your place, well, we know. They'll find all the diamonds. Dang it. They'll find all the diamonds. <laughs> now, so, what, so what I was saying, though, was that uh, – so Rolo's lays out the 49 maxims of game, and one of the maxims is that women – want to feel like they've figured you out using nothing but their female intuition. 
And that's a lot, uh, you know, I, one of my clients, one of my Patreon clients today just sent me a, a video from a guy who I actually follow. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's a guy in the law of attraction space. And he, he sent a video talking about how you need to be vulnerable with women. And I was like, mm, no, like you actually want to be more of a mystery with women. You don't want to like put your heart on your sleeve no. because women want to like sort of Burn pull it. that out of you. They want that. They need that in order yeah. to build attraction. And if you're just like an open book and you just like lay everything out like that, that will actually turn a woman off faster than anything. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's one of the ways like to, to really get someone to ghost you, you know, that's like one step behind blowing someone's phone up is, is being too open about everything, answering serious questions with serious answers. You know, like your, your first few dates shouldn't, should be about like fun, like enjoying each other's presence, you know, you're dating them. And so everybody's putting their best foot forward. It's not at all being disingenuous or yeah, disingenuous. It's, it's really about, you know, giving that, that, uh, that time for bonding and, and rapport to be built. So, you know, I, I, I remember I, I went out with my boys and, uh, this is after I broke up with my girlfriend and I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing great. Right. So I'm, I'm enjoying myself and, you know, I'm kind of teaching them a little bit of game and just seeing what they got. Handsome dudes, right? Handsome dudes, confident dudes. Strapping. And, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, my friend goes up to a group of girls at a table and, you know, you see them laugh immediately. Da, 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 da. And then he says something else. And then you see them all look back at us at our table. And then, you know, one of the girl kind of like nods her head, like, you know, no or whatever. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, bro, I tried. And I was like, oh, OK, it's all good, dude. What happened? And he goes, well, I came over there and I said this really funny joke and everybody was laughing. And then, uh, you know, I just went and let them know that you just uh, broke up with your girlfriend <laughs> and we're looking for cool girls to hang out with. And I was like, bro, dude. Why did you tell them that? I'm like, yeah. you don't do that. Like, who cares? Like, I'm not going around telling people that, you silly goose. You know, like, it, it's yeah, all yeah. about keeping that, uh, you know, and I guess what they said to him was uh, they were like, oh, well, we're out to have fun and we don't, we're not here to like take care of anybody. Rightly so. A thousand percent. Absolutely. You know? And, uh, but if he'd gone about it and just been like, Hey, you know, you guys are cool and we're super cool. So we're going to hang out, you know, and they'd be like, Oh, heck yeah. We're like, uh, I don't know, you know, but yeah, that would have been an end. You don't have to throw in all that. Uh, yeah. No one wants to hear about your baggage about how you just got broken up with, or you broke yeah. up with somebody like no one wants to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no way. Um, like when a girl asks me right on a first date, second date, whatever is like, Oh, you know, uh, what's the longest relationship you've been in? And I go, well, it's actually, it's, it, it's pretty deep. But, uh, when I was in seventh grade, you know, this girl asked me out, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I said yes. And I was so nervous that I, I never talked to her again after that. And so we've been together for, I think like 15 years now. Um, she's married, she has kids now. I still love her very much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, so uh, I'm kind of cheating, <laughs> you know, just. Yeah, just total like, like off the wall goofiness. Yeah, chicks actually like really like that sort of banter. They really do. 
Yeah. I mean, why, why shouldn't it be that way though? You know, it's, it's great. It's fun. It's fun for you. You get better at your freaking quips. Like it's, it's just a good time. Yeah. A lot of guys do make that mistake where a girl goes, Oh, what's the longest relationship you've been in? And they just like answer seriously. Oh, well, er, 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 er. No, like, no, 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 no. Everything is a, is a fucking shit test at this point, you know, yeah. especially like early on, just treat everything like it's a, like it's, it's, you're you're it, it's a a joke everything's a fucking joke yeah and, and and like you don't take things seriously and you're having a good time and like chicks are just like magnetized to that so so this um this date i went on really cool girl really funny laughing like you know people are looking at us because we're over here like you know at, at the bar just like or the restaurant restaurant bar just laughing having a great time and um she asked me when we're in the car going back to my place, uh, she's like, you know, so what are, what's the one thing that, or yeah, what are some things that you don't like about yourself? Right. And I was just like, what are you talking about? I freaking love everything about myself. I'm freaking awesome. She goes, Oh my God, thank you so much. I love that. Yeah. You know? Oh, I hate this. I just start going going down this dark rabbit hole sometimes of i look too hard and i've had my heart broken a lot because i'm such a given person it's just like dude shut up like say something what do you love i can fly you know when your eyes are closed and you're asleep i'm able to levitate you know like yeah crazy shit i don't know it doesn't matter just yeah the more absurd the better honestly that's uh you know what's funny um have you ever read the game the game well, who, who wrote it probably uh neil strauss neil strauss it's, it's... i, I want to say yes but probably like briefly i i or a while back it's a it's a classic it's about like the pickup artists right of like the early 2000s right like uh the mystery method. mystery and uh, yeah all those guys and the funny thing is about the funny thing, like I mentioned it a lot in my podcast because I, the, the reason why I love that book is not necessarily the pickup artistry stuff about it. It's like the history of the pickup artists. And, and so one of the things in that book that like, you know, one of the guys in the book is Ross Jeffries, who's like the king of NLP pickup. And they start talking about like all these people's connections with everybody. Right. And one of them was David D'Angelo was a student of Ross Jeffries and David D'Angelo came up with double your dating. Right. right. And if you read Corey Wayne's book, like Corey Wayne mentions David D'Angelo in there. And a lot of Corey Wayne's stuff is cocky, funny type game, which yeah. all came from David D'Angelo. You know, it's like, it, I just like the, you know, the history, like the family tree of game. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I remember you were explaining that all to me and I'm sitting over here like a little history lesson, like, dude, no, that's it's fa crazy. It's that, fascinating. That's yeah. It's fascinating stuff. But, uh, but yeah, the whole idea of just being absurd on a date and just being like totally like ridiculous, that's all cocky, funny shit. It's like, you don't take anything seriously, but the funny thing is, is like women really respond to that. They really do. And I think that's why David D'Angelo went that route with game because it's such an easy way for guys to learn game as opposed to memorizing pickup tricks and NLP and how to like mesmerize chicks on a date. It's like, dude, just be a fucking like absurd goofball and chicks just eat it up. Yeah. 
clear there's a little bit of that stuff um you know like in in the mystery method i think one of the biggest like takes i got from that um was kino escalation mm -hmm. right was a progression of of touch and, and comfortability and then i think also um you know there's like this there's an excerpt in that book saying that it takes about like seven hours for a woman to feel comfortable enough to sleep with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the way that you would get past that seven hours, obviously you would do like your first date, second date, or you would move to multiple locations on your first date. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then it feels like you've been to more places and spent more time. And therefore, you know, you'll, you're in that level of comfort. And, um, what I learned mixing that with Corey Wayne stuff, because Corey Wayne teaches that too, you know, three, three, uh, two to three places when you go on a date. Yeah, have a backup a location. Yep. Yep. That should be a standard for, for everybody, especially first dates, like run the same place. Like you're comfortable, yep, you yep. know, the staff there, you're having a great time, you're chivalrous, like you're, you're a cool guy. One thing, I, one thing I tell guys is that you should, or the girl should be the only person that's on that first date. You've been on that first date a hundred times because you yes. go to the same place every time and you take chicks to like your second location every time. Like you've yep. ran this playbook a bunch of times. Yeah. And I think that's just like, that's the, that's the way it should be. You know, like you should be in there confident, you know, uh, knowing the area, knowing where to go. Like, why not give somebody the best experience that, you know, you can. Right. And so, um, yeah, I, I love that. Like, that's how that's how I've been doing it since day one, getting into the book. And when it comes to Kino Escalation for, I, I don't know who knows what it is, but kinesiology, like touch, um, you know, it's the gradual, you know, getting to getting someone comfortable enough that in the next, like, you know, me and Luke actually used to race, right? Uh, let, let me pause, right? But when we'd go out on dates, we'd see how fast it would take us to start be making out with this, like whoever we're dating. Mm. And so first it was like, Oh dude, you know, I think Luke was like, I got it in 45 minutes. I was like, Oh dang, that's crazy. Then I hit him back. He's like, all right, 30 minutes for me. And then he hit me back. He's like 15. And I think it stopped when I was like 12 or maybe he said 12, but mm -hmm. we'll, we'll leave that up to uh speculation, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But, I'll take take your word for it. Take your word yeah. for it. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, people people that have listened to the podcast, they know who Luke is. Luke's been on the podcast like a million times. Oh hell yeah! Okay, I miss that guy. Gotta, I got I got to give him a call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, switching gears here though, but um, I really wanted to ask you about this. So you and I were chatting the other night, and I was telling you about my practical law of attraction course and how I took all the chick crack and quantum theory stuff out of it, which you know includes the whole concept of the law of vibration. Um, now you said something really fascinating because I was joking that, you know, there's no crystals and chakras in my course, you know, and you were saying that, you know, like what you do for the military, we won't get into it, but you do stuff with like electronics and like radio waves and stuff like that. We'll just leave it at that. But you guys actually use crystals because it amplifies frequencies and radio waves, waves right? Is, did I get yeah, that right? Well, it, it keeps timing and it allows okay. a consistent flow state of, of uh, whatever, you know, like input you're putting through. Mm -hmm. So if you need like a precise timing on something, when you push it through quartz, you know, just like every watch has quartz in it, you know, like it's, it's kind of a, uh, I thought that was just the name of a 
company, but no, it's actual quartz movie. Yeah, there's actually a crystal in your in your stuff. Well, you know, uh, the nice ones. Mm. And, and it keeps timing and it keeps rhythm. And so when we're talking about vibrations and and things of the sort, it's like when you give off that confident energy that allows people to uh, sync with yours, that masculine energy, you know, like, oh, woo -woo, it, it, it really is. You could feel that presence and then you could see people feel relaxed and you know people that inspire and and that are able to um i guess influence people without even saying words um and it's that it's that presence so you're almost the crystal yourself right um you're the catalyst to that and uh getting into vibrations and masculinity and femininity um that polarizing vibration I, I i truly believe it's it's that hey you know as as a masculine um presence this is the way that we're going this is the way that i'm taking it and with your feminine energy you know you're going to sink into that that mode and so when you when you keep that frame because we talk about frame all the time you're the crystal that catalyzes that perfect timing in a relationship um or you know in, a, in any you know you could look at friendships businesses even um yeah I, I think i think that's a that's a good way to put it got it okay yeah the way uh like so i i wrote this down as a question to ask you about it though because um like i am a law of attraction guy you know, That's and I sweet. actually, so there's like, there's three explanations for it. And I talk about this in my, in my course. In fact, like, I'll just put this up here. Talk about this in my course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was but, cool. <laughs> but, but, uh, the thing is like a lot of people are turned off by the concept of law of attraction. Right. But there's three, there's three explanations for it. One is a spiritual one, one that, you know, like you're dealing with like the creator. Right. So if you're a very spiritual person, you'll probably gravitate towards that explanation. The second one is on quantum theory, which, you know, if if you really want to go down a rabbit hole, take a look at the idea of quantum entanglement and quantum field theory. Right. Just go go Google that. I'm not going to explain it, but it's crazy. It basically in layman's terms, it really talks about how your thoughts really do impact your person, you know, their perception of the universe around you. It really right. does. And uh, it's, it's fascinating stuff. And that's where the, the concept of vibrations comes into. And if you really study the, the, you know, the, the idea of law of attraction, it's a lot of it is your thoughts impact the vibrations that your body puts out and those vibrations attract like vibrations and blah, 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 blah. Right. So, but I left all that stuff out because there's a, so many guys in the, in the, in the, you know, red pill space guys in the just, you know, manosphere in general that are just like, mm, that's all bullshit. Right. So right. I was like, okay, well, let me take this course and just break it down and talk about it in terms of the third explanation, which is psychology. 
And really a lot of the stuff is changing your mindset, changing your subconscious mind. Now, if you do believe in like the quantum theory stuff, when you change your subconscious mind, that does impact your vibrations. So there you go. But if you leave all that, that explanation stuff out of it, it just leaves the, you know, the idea of reprogramming your subconscious mind. So that's really what, how my, my course is broken down. Right. But going back to the crystals thing that that's really when we were talking about the other day, I was like, this is fascinating because the idea of crystals really does talk about, you know, that really does sort of tie into the idea of your vibrations and why there's a lot of people in this space. that are like, Oh, crystals are important. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like there's a, there, there's something about, you know, like walking on the beach, like barefooted, like there's something calming about it you know, and it's, it's just, um, it's, it's relaxing for us. There's something that calls us kind of back to nature and nature's, uh, nature calls us back to, I guess, being a little bit more primal. And I, I feel like, uh, society in whole is kind of going this really, it's, uh, demasculating men. And now there's this big call, you know, whenever there's like a shift, right. There's a giant shift left and you know it's it's always that way it's always been that way and with that with that being said it's like well what's this big shift now you know you have uh movements like reject women and just freaking um you know med, men going their own way which did, i think uh is a it's cool concept but then also gets into the black pill where now you're you're blaming women for for things and it's like with all that being said you know you're talking about the subconscious and I think that our minds are trained or we could train our minds to find the solutions that we need um, as you continue to have like, you know, positive affirmations for yourself, like stop, you know, like make it a habit to say good things rather than say negative things, mm -hmm. make it a habit to go after the things that you want. Right. And when you run into a roadblock, find a solution. Right. Because I, I, I truly like it's like, oh, things kind of attract. It's like, well, you know, like you've been, you've been training your brain to see the patterns that give you the best results for things, right? Like if you had just, if you had continued to be negative, you wouldn't have seen that opportunity or gone, gone down the route to explore. Mm -hmm. But because you've been training your brain, like I, I truly believe that your, your neural networks start to bring that, like you, you start to see the patterns that bring prosperity in the areas that you're looking for. And as you physically move that way, like uh, positive affirmations are great, absolutely. But moving in that direction to back up what you think is what really builds that confidence. And it really gives you that, that physical foundation to start like reaching out and getting what you want. Um, and so I know it's like people hear vibration, this, it's all the same. It's just different words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh I mean, I, I, I could hear it and see it literally because that's stuff that I've, I've worked with where it's like, you know, well, what's the input of this and what's the output of this after hitting this piece of quartz that weighs this much, or is it this, you know, things like that. It's, um, it's all simple. You know, I think it's all pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. You, like, you probably think in frequencies, right? You're like, oh, no, th that wavelength is like this and the sign and blah, like, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're staring at it all day. It becomes like second nature where it's like, yeah. oh, okay, I just need to tweak this. You know, it's like, like oh, I got to make sure this is going that way. And 
it's, it's like the matrix when the guy's looking at the code going down the screen. He's like, all I see is blonde, brunette, redhead, like <laughs> yeah. it's all ones and zeros, you know, yeah. and especially when you get into this stuff and you start practicing, you start to realize it really is easy. You know, when you're looking at like the 80, 20 principle, like, boom, that's like made for you. Okay. So how do you keep her attracted? Well, you continue doing the stuff you did the first freaking week. That's a commitment. Like that's a big commitment you're asking a lot of yourself and that's a good thing because that just makes you better and so there's that and it's like well how do you find girls to meet it's like well if you're out there enjoying your life and someone catches eyes you're already smiling mm -hmm. you know you got like three seconds to walk up and be like hey you're really cute what are you about you know and then yeah. be like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and then it's like cool well i want to hang out with you give me your number and you're like okay you know and it's and then you do that like you know say five times a day you got 30 uh five times a day you get yeah five times a day in a week you have 35 numbers you know you look at the statistics on that you know out of those 35 people you got probably 40 percent that'll uh pick up and out of those 40 percent you probably have a 50 percent out of that you know that'll um set up a date with you and then you probably have out of those 35 girls numbers that you got like seven that are actually going to go on the date with you but then when you start looking at it and you start looking at the ones and zeros, how it all works and you just allow things to happen, mm -hmm. you know, like you start to get your results. And I think a lot of people get caught up in like, oh, well, what do I need to do? What do I need to say? And like you were saying um, with like having these different pickup lines and all these different things to say, like they're cool. Right. Like if you can make it natural, but, you know, like or you could just. And really Relax enjoy it. and don't overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your life. Have fun. If you see a cool girl, say hi, get her number, you know, but then again, I was before, before I knew the book, it wasn't so simple to me. And yeah. now that you, when you go through it long enough, you realize like, this is all really pretty basic, you know, to be incredible and consistent and strong in some inside someone's life, to be valuable inside someone's life. You know, it's really that, that consistency, you know, and, um, I just love it. I love healthy relationships between men and women. I love, uh, I love uh, when when a guy doesn't have options and then he has all the options in the world. You know, he has a Google spreadsheet out or a Google calendar out. You know, it's it's great. You know, so I think it's that, good for the world. That's probably one of the most rewarding things I found since doing this uh, podcast and the content creation stuff is you'll get the one guy like and this happens occasionally but you'll get the one guy who was like straight up MGTOW, black pill. And then he'll see the content. It'll start resonating with him. He'll start testing it out. Let's see if, let's see if this guy, what he says is, is real. He'll go out and test it out and go, holy shit. I just got a number. Holy shit. I just got a date. Holy shit. I just, you know, hooked up with this chick and I haven't had, you know, whatever. And it's like, and then they, they come back in the comments. They're like, dude, this is life-changing shit. And you're like, <laughs> that, that, yeah. it relaxes you. It relaxes yeah. you because I think you just realize that you suck. But then here's the cool thing about sucking at stuff is that you know you could get better and you know it's a skill. It's like a learnable skill. Here's the material, dude. If you really want it, you could learn it, you know, or not. You could continue to suck. It's like, it, it, it's, uh, you know, when, when I look at some of the stuff that pops up on social media, it's like, you know, like I was talking about earlier, black pill. It's very like, oh, these women are all thoughts, like, and they're bad, like, you know, 
fuck them and leave them. There's no good American women out there. You know that, right? You know that. Yeah, absolutely not. Not one. Not a single <laughs> not, one. Not a single one. We're a giant fucking country. We have easily like two, 200 million people here. None of them are good. None yeah. Good. And, and I'm just like, you know, like part of me, right? Part of me is like, <laughs> cool. I'm happy you think that way, dude. Because like, more you know, for me. I, yeah. I slide, man. You know, but. It, it's just like part of me is like damn dude that's that's sad that you 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 think that or at least you're pushing content to make people believe that because if you if one you you found a quality woman or you're dating multiple women and you have your list on the type of woman that you want you know really being intentional about that you're gonna filter her out you're gonna filter that like toxic crazy you know woman out of your life and then on top of that like for, from these interviews, I see a lot of guys go up to girls like at clubs and stuff. Um, for, for one, women don't say what they mean. You know, like yeah, they, yeah. they say something, but, but what they want is different, right? So what they're saying, and then people just like guys watching it is like, oh, I'm awakened. It's like, no, dude, it's kind of like, it's kind of always been that way um, as far as saying things they don't mean. And uh, always just watch point, what they do. Yeah. <laughs> just watch, watch their actions and, yeah. and 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 the whole point right is is having a strong masculine presence and continuing continuing that attraction it's like how do you do so well read the book you know read the book ask questions be mysterious well how do you be mysterious like what do i have to like walk around in a cape and uh, do magic tricks and shit it's like no dude like give her allow her to earn learning more about you reward the great things that she does for you with more dates you know, and keep that going. And then if she does anything to like, you know, be disrespectful, just as you hope somebody that respects themselves would do for you, you know, you, you check them, you say, Hey, I don't like that. And I don't want you to continue that behavior. And if you do, I'm a dip. And then when people have healthy boundaries, like it, the attraction grows because you're not some like fucking dude who could just be stepped on or, you know, you're not a doormat. And I think it's a, uh, it's important to understand. I, I, I like Corey Wayne stuff. Um, and I, I feel like there's, there's a lot of dudes out here that are putting out, and I think it's very important. Yes. Like chase after the six figures. If, if that's what you want, absolutely work on your body. Absolutely. You know, um, be a stand-up guy, but having hatred for something that you don't understand is only a detriment to yourself. And so like, Take the time to understand it so you could start winning, dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, that's, that's the way I see it. You know, that's a, that's a really great point. Um, I only got a couple more questions for you here and then we can wrap up. Um, you're planning on making your own content now, like going into more of like the spiritual aspect of dating and relationships, right? Yeah. Have, you started, have you started making any of that yet? Um. Okay. So due to my work, blah, 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 excuses. Just, just due to excuses like, are like assholes. Everybody's right? got one. Everybody's got one. So I haven't started yet, but I will like, that's okay. something that I, I want to do. I really want to put up this stuff. Like your, your content is so positive. It's, it's logical, right? It's something that someone could digest and then like put into practice. And, and that's something that I want to do too. Um, and talk about more like vibey stuff, you know, uh, get more into the meditating, how important that is to center yourself. You know, like just self-love, taking time in the day to sit down, you know, before you start anything and and just 
get centered, you know, so you're able, I, I feel like when you do meditate, you're more in a, uh, you're, you're not in a reactive state, you know, you're, you're in a state that you're able to process what's going on and then act in a way that best, uh, that best suits you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so kind of getting to that, starting from the building blocks of like, well, what do you do for yourself to get yourself to a more confident and competent position? Cause confidence without competency is fucking is garbage. You're just a cocky loser. Right. But when you are confident and you are competent, well, then you're, you're dangerous in anything, in any aspect. And um, I think bringing uh, practical knowledge and, and, you know, meditation, things of the sort and, uh, putting it out there for guys. Like, I, I think it would be good. I, I like my perspective. I like the differences between men and women and um, kind of shedding light to that. The fact that they're just a whole, they communicate differently. And does it, that doesn't mean that they're evil. It just means you don't understand and that's okay. Cause then you could learn, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing I will say so like if you go back and look look at my old tiktoks like they're not as like overproduced like my newer stuff is a little bit more overproduced um i also like to do video editing so it's like i, I don't mind doing that but if you go and look at like benny's stuff right if like this is a tip this is a tip for you man um go look at benny's stuff his stuff isn't overly produced but he's got a huge following now um, if you just like get your phone out and just start recording you saying whatever you're thinking, like you can knock out so much content so quick and you don't have to like put a lot of effort into it, especially on TikTok. So just, okay. just start recording. Don't, just don't start, just, just start. Don't, don't overthink it. Just start talking, man. Yeah. And then, and then worry about like editing and like, you know, the, the zoom in and zoom out effects and fucking adding like B roll shit. And, like, do all that stuff later. <laughs> like, just yeah, start. That's, that's like one of my things. Cause I do video editing too, but I'm just like, man, you know, like if I start, it's going to be work, but then you're right. Yeah. I remember like half of his videos are like, like freaking phone right here. He's in the car. Yeah. yeah. So that's my idea. And I'm just like, dude, I can, you know, why not? Yeah, dude, there's a lot of people on the, and they have like huge followings and they're just talking to people in their cars, you know? And my, a lot of my initial videos were just me like walking around my house, like talking. So yeah, don't, don't overthink it. Just start recording and start building your following. Man. Yeah. Dude, I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Uh, let's see here. It's been a while since you've been on the podcast and I know you've asked, you've answered this question before, but since leaving and then coming back, what does being a 3% man mean to you? Has it changed? I think there's there's a time where you know like it's it's in us it's it's in you as a man to make your own way and um a lot of the times at least in my experience with you know three percent man and being in a relationship you think and he says it in the book right but you you think like, I gotta, you know, maybe I can tweak it and make it like, not so much as tweak it, but leave principles in that book behind. Mm -hmm. And 
what I've learned is that there are so many truths in, in that book. And there are so many things that are, are to be considered. And, and uh, one of the most important things I truly believe is, is really making sure that when you do decide to be monogamous with somebody, that she does check all those boxes. And what changed, I guess, in that time and after having that relationship, because I wrote a list, right? And she, she knocked most of those boxes, but not all of them. And with that being said, it's like, then I can't commit, you know? Um, and so that's the biggest walk away for me. That's the biggest walk away for me is that the signs were there, but I decided, hey, I want to I wanna see it my way. Mm -hmm. And after seeing the aftermath of it and just being like, this is definitely not what I want and I'm out. Um, I look back at the basics and I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I wanted to test whether or not the book is telling the truth. And one of the things he says is you could ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Right. Cause that works on both ways, right? Like it really does. Yeah. Yeah. For all the good and all the, you know, not so, I, not so good stuff, I guess. Right. And so coming back, it's, it's made me realize how incredible, like, cause I, I stopped talking to Jacob, Luke, you even, Mm -hmm. You know, but when when you have that consistent masculine energy, it, it makes you realize like, oh, OK, this is who I'm supposed to be, too. You know, we you're not really supposed to duck out. You're supposed to be a consistent catalyst, you know, for that growth for other individuals. Mm -hmm. And you should you should have a good, strong tribe with you. And um, yeah, so two of those things, your brotherhood is really important that you should be talking to your brotherhood and, and the, the guys that you're close with as you go through your relationship stuff as a litmus test on whether or not, like, you know, sometimes your heart gets in the way and that's okay. But you know, you learn long enough and, and then your mind starts taking over and that's good. Um, so your, your friends are your litmus test. And then, uh, and you know, they have a lot of insight and wisdom and the, the list you make, um, and properly vetting girls or women is, is insanely important. So if I, if I can say that I got anything, it's that it's uh, yeah, really be serious about what you want in life mm -hmm. and be serious about the support you have. Because uh, when I looked around, you know, I was reading some stuff a while ago and it's like, yeah, you know, most guys don't have consistent support. And this is one of the very, I, you know, we're places where you don't necessarily have to pay for anything. People just want to help you and be there while they're on their journey. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. The only, <laughs> the only price is to do the work. That's that, it. That's the price. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. That's it. Changed my uh, life. Yeah, mine too. Uh, do you want people to find you online? Where can people find you online? Uh, yeah, you can find me online, Nathan John DeLeon um is my instagram uh there's just a whole bunch of uh that's just my my social media so that's where you'll be able to find me all right are you gonna do tiktok i'm, I'm gonna get into tiktok i will i'll, I'll uh i'll give you something to shout out but i don't have anything right now okay okay i hopefully um if you guys are, are are listening to this now or watching now if he has a tiktok it'll be in the description if not Follow my Instagram. <laughs> You're awesome, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> All 
All right, Nathan, thank you for joining me today, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank you for uh, having me on. It was cool. It's been a minute since I've been out here doing the thing, but life is good, and I just want to share that. Yeah, anytime, dude, anytime. Nathan, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast, man. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, man. I'm so glad that you're back in the group too. You know, it's like when you haven't seen, when you haven't seen like a real brother in a long time and, uh, and all, and they come back, they come back home. It's like, it's good, man. It's a good feeling. So I'm glad we were able to connect. I'm glad we were able to do this. Thank you for introducing me to Jacob who was on last week. And, uh, one of these days, man, I'd love to do a live with you and Jacob, or even just do a record like this, just like the three of us just chopping it up. That would be fun. That'd be fun too, man. I think uh, we'd be dropping so many, so much information in an episode like that. Uh, I think that, I think the audience would, would absolutely love it. All right. That's all I got guys. So be sure if you haven't done so already, like subscribe, hit those notifications, drop a comment. Any comment will do. Uh, even if it's your favorite emoji, follow me on all social media. My links are in the description. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as 10 bucks. If you join for 10 bucks, you'll get on the beer credits, which I will show right after this. And uh, you also uh, you also get all of these episodes ad free and then a couple of days early because I drop these on Patreon uh, for the Patreon members on Fridays. You get it, you get it early, you get it before anybody else. So that's only 10 bucks a month. And then if you want some kind of coaching, check out tiers two or tiers three on uh, patreon.com slash come on man pod. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers for your troubles. I'm really, I'm not spamming people. I'm really just trying to uh, sort of hedge my bets with social media because I've been deplatformed. I got kicked off my first TikTok account, as most of you guys know. Uh, so this is my way of sort of controlling access to my audience because on, on these platforms like YouTube and stuff like that, I don't have, I don't have control here. I don't have control over my audience. They own the audience. And if they decide they don't like me on their platform anymore, they can just end things one day and you will never know. So get on the email list. That way, if something like that does happen, I could email you and say, Hey, follow me on rumble or whatever. But Paul, why aren't you on Rumble? Because Rumble sucks. Like <laughs> Rumble's UI totally sucks right now. But uh, and then like no one would follow me there. It'd be so hard to 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 create a following. That's why if you guys got on the list and I did move over to Rumble, like I could tell you about it, and then you could follow me over there. It could be a thing. So get on that. And then if you like these stickers uh, and what they look like, the designs, they're all available on my, in my merch store as like hoodies, tank tops coffee mugs, stuff like that. Go to merch.comeonmanpod.com. Get yourself some merch and uh, that supports the show as well. And then finally, check out my practical law of attraction course. I dropped it at the end of December. It's doing well. I've got a lot of people that have taken it. If you go to loa.comeonmanpod.com, I actually have reviews there from people that have taken the course. Those are real reviews <laughs> from real people that have taken it. Uh, it's got all five stars. It's got hundred percent five-star rating right now. So a lot of people really like it. It's four and a half hours long, but this course, uh, if you learn this stuff in this course, it will, it will change your life forever. Not just with women. It'll change your life with, with money, with your health, all that stuff. Like once you get your mind right, everything sort of falls into place. So check that out. All right, guys, that's all I have this week. 
Be sure to tune into my live stream on, on Wednesday. I don't know what the topic is because this is a pre-record, but I guarantee it's going to be good. I'm having a lot of fun doing these live streams on Wednesday and Friday mornings. Check those out, 10 a.m. Eastern time on YouTube. And then I post the replay later on uh, on Spotify and you know the audio platforms. But join for a live because it's really fun when you guys sound off in the live chat and get, I get that interaction going. It's really fun uh, interacting with you guys. So do that otherwise i guess we'll we'll catch you later this has been the come on man podcast new full episodes served hot every monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice so subscribe now follow paul on social media the links are in the description now go out and get it